Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. The the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing History Five: Love in the Future. This series is up to, I believe, five episodes now. The last one aired yesterday. Anyway, so history series. I kind of have a love-hate relationship with the series, even though I'm a big, huge fan of Taiwanese BL drama. I mean, no offense, we best love. Need I say more? Fighting Mr. Second, Return of the Runner-Up, awesome productions. I mean, really, really stellar. And History Two, Right or Wrong, is kind of what led me on this BL journey because I'm like that one. Oh man, that one's good. Xia Ji and Zhao Fei. Anyway, and of course Yezi. I mean, yeah, yeah, really. Okay, so anyway, but history series tend to either be kind of an absolute dive bomb or a stellar success. And I mean, in honest opinion, I know some people really like certain series that are certain certain shows. I don't series within that series, but anyway. I really didn't get history obsession or the first ones at all. I just thought those were kind of weird, personally. Although I do have to say, Erin,、um, I think it was Erin Lai, was in the first series, which I did not like that show. But he did do a good job as an actor. I mean, yeah, all concerned, he couldn't help that the plotline was kind of weird. But anyway, overall, I am liking. History Five. Now, I will say there are some cringy moments, but I am liking this one far better than like the Never Let Me Go series from Thailand. Now, the reasons for this are kind of multifold. First of all, I'm not really into the the one couple, the guy who comes from the past to the future, and the mogul's son who is the heir to the department store. I'm not really into that couple because I do not like how they bicker all the time. I'm I'm not a fan of bickering, so you know it's not really their fault. It's just not kind of into those couples. But the the other two are why I am watching the series because the 
the man who is the manager at the department store and then the the new trainee who is from the orphanage. I really like those characters. And I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing how their story plays out. Now, I do like the idea of the first couple, but I just don't like their personalities until they're always at each other's throat but care about one another, which I find slightly disconcerting. I don't mean weird, but I'm like, really? If you care about each other, why are you fighting all the time? So anyway, but the couple that I really like are the, I'm trying to find their name, Liang and uh, Lin. So those two, Lin Hua, those two I like. The reasons I like them is Liang, I don't mean where he kind of is the same vibe I get when I think of I Do Beloved in House, the barista at the coffee shop. If you've seen I Do Beloved in House, you probably know what I'm thinking. But those characters I really like in shows. They are nice characters. They're solid characters. They always try to do the right thing. They remind me of my great-great-grandfather. Or my great-great, yeah. No, my great-grandfather. I went back too far. My great-grandfather, who was like the most awesome humanoid in the ward. They have the same kind of spirit. Absolute sweethearts and trying to do the right thing, but don't mess with the people they care about. I mean, really, yeah. So anyway, that is why I'm liking this series, because... The story of Liang is that he was raised in the orphanage originally, but came to work in the department store and used to become a manager and basically kind of the second in command because the mogul's son, who is, um, I believe, Tai Chi, uh, no, Hai, Hai, Hai is his name. I do not like Hai. Hai is kind of a spoiled brat. I get that he has had trauma, and I'm very sorry about that, but he's still not very likable humanoid. But anyway, because Hayi is kind of missing in action, because he and his dad had kind of a, a what do you call it, a disagreement of sorts. So anyway, Hayi is off, so Liang is kind of in charge. But Liang has liked this Hugh since he was a kid, like he was like in junior high when he first met Hua. And so he's always liked him and kind of been watching over him. And when Hua first comes to work on his first day, he notices Liang is listening to his ear pods all the time. And what he doesn't know is Liang is listening to Hua's song that he wrote in high school, which I don't remember. I'm like, that is like a really cool thing that... Liang is listening to his song that is Hua's. I'm like, that is, that is pretty cool. I mean, no offense. I'm like, as romantic gestures go, I think that's kind of the top of the list in shows that I've seen. I will say, though, this show is kind of cringy, but I wish really, no offense, they would have kind of left out Tai Chi Ni and Hai I mean, no offense at all, but they are kind of detracting from Liang and Hu, and I would prefer just to have seen Liang and Hu in this series, to be honest, because Hi Yi is very, very spoiled, 
and Tai Chi Ni means well, but is kind of stupid. And so between the two of them, they're just kind of aggravating in my opinion. So when I watch this series, I kind of skip through the first time, watch all the, the Yang and Hia and Yang and Hu scenes. And then I go back and watch the whole thing to try to figure out what happened in between because I'm like, those are the scenes I really like. Now this series is rated R on Vicky Rikatan. I am not quite sure why, to be honest, peeps, because there is nothing in this series that even deems it to be rated PG-13 so far. So I really am questioning Vicky's rating system. It has gotten better in the last year and a half because they use all their BLs are, which I'm like, you know, I don't think we should be rating material R just because it's a gay couple. I mean, that's kind of lame-o. If there's something R-rated, I totally get rating it R, but I'm just saying the ones that they were rating R were PG or G-rated material. So I'm still not quite sure if maybe as this progresses, it's going to get inappropriate or something. But because, I mean, I, I know we're all familiar with History 4, which I did not review because I was kind of, it was just, that one was not my thing. So anyway, I don't, I think I watched the last episode, but I just kind of skipped around on that one because I found it kind of aggravating. I mean, there were some positive points, but some of it was just weird, and I don't condone relationships being built on taking advantage of other people, which that one, I was like, ah, you scuzzbag. So actually two scuzzbag, yeah. I mean, the one who got together with his brother under false pretenses, I was like, that is despicable. I mean, I know that we're supposed to believe it all worked out, but really, that was just despicable. And the other with the guy who was in the group who tried to take advantage of his co-worker who was younger than him, I was like, that was just wrong. Now, I know it worked out because the, the guy ended up with his roommate who was a good guy, treated him well, but I was just like, that one, that one was just weird compared to the other history series. I think that was the worst one. I mean, the initial ones weren't great, except for History 2. History 2 was great. And History 3, Trapped, I like parts of Trapped. I mean, it was kind of hokey. It was kind of silly. It was, you know, a little cheesy in parts, but I really did like parts of Trapped. And I also liked how, like, I was on... YouTube reading through some threads and someone said, you know, it's kind of interesting to think that those two characters were meant to be together because they had both shared the same either mentor or mother. I was like, that's an interesting thought, which is what I was thinking when I first watched the series. I was like, they were dropped together because of that commonality, which they didn't even know at the time, which it's kind of a cool twist of fate, as it were. Destiny, a horse, as they say in Rapunzel. But anyway, I would give this series probably a 6 out of 10. I would give it a 10 out of 10 if we just had Liang and Hugh. But since we have He Yi and the other dude, I'm giving it a 6 because I... I really find them kind of dissonant in this series. Now, I do like the whole time travel idea. I think that's cool. And I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with this as it progresses, because I believe this series is going to be like over 12 episodes, which we have never have a history series that is over 12 episodes. So, I mean, 
this is ground baking. I think, you know, now I do know there are a lot of naysayers that are like, this is dumb. This is stupid. I don't like the time travel thing, but I'm like, you know, I'm really glad to kind of see some BL dramas that are not just high school BL dramas, nothing against high school. And that are not just college BL drama, nothing against college. But the one thing I think that Taiwanese BL drama does very well is they do dramas about people that are not in high school and college. Now, I know that we just had the, oh, there was one high school drama that recently came out from Taiwan, and it was really good, about youth. That one was really good. But in general, I'm really liking that we're seeing more of, like, people in their 20s and 30s being featured instead of in their teens and early 20s being featured because it seems more believable to me to be quite honest. So I'm like, that I really am liking. I also, again, am watching this series mainly because of Hugh and Liang, because they really are very sweet characters. I think the one thing that I really like about them and their relationship is, like, Liang is always looking out for Hugh. I mean, there is a time when there's an earthquake, and he's actually outside Hugo's apartment going, are you okay? How are you doing? In the middle of the night. And not like in a weird stalkery way, but in like a genuinely cares for that person. And there's one scene with this really kind of a rip of a woman. I mean, I don't use that term usually, but boy, that woman's just a rip. So anyway, there's this one scene with that woman where she's trying to date um, Liang. And Liang's like, I... She's like, you, you're not dating. I've noticed that you just don't date. And he's like, no, I'm waiting for the most suitable person to show up. And she thinks that he's meeting her. And I'm like, you have no clue, woman, who he's meeting. I'm like, why would you assume that he's talking about you? I mean, are you really that narcissistic? And yes, she is. But aside from that answer to the question, I think that's the really the thing that I like about Liang. Because he's like, I like Hugh. If Hugh likes me, then he is the most suitable person. Because I think the other thing is they both knew what it was like to grow up in an orphanage. They both knew what it was like to not have anything. And they're both very, very kind and thoughtful people. I mean, I don't see either one of them ever putting the other in an imposition unless it was by accident. And you really don't see that kind of care and thoughtfulness in people hardly ever usually everyone's got a motive an angle whatever you want to call it as they say in white christmas but i think the thing that i really like about liang is yes he does have a motive and yes he does have an angle and that he really likes you but also he's the kind of person that is like i want what's best for you so that is what I'm going for. If I end up with you, great. That's kind of my goal. But even beside that, I think that the main thing is the care that he shows you, whether or not they end up together as a couple, which that's what I'm really liking about their story. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this progresses. I think it's going to be airing through March and April. So we'll probably see the end of it before May and June. But I'm hoping that it doesn't go R-rated. I mean, no offense. I'm like, we don't need to go R-rated. So anyway, we'll see how this turns out. Check it at the round table. Bye. Hi. 
This is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: The Hand Network, Check It Round Table. And also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. the The connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.